0: I have a client who loves to write. It is her favorite thing to do, and she is really good at it. She has a newsletter that she sends out every week. She enjoys the process of creating the newsletter. It is full of incredible information. It gets really good open rates, and people are enjoying the content in the newsletter. And she has a blog, and the blog gets a ton of readers. She has so many people come to her blog every week, read the blog. She also is a contributor. For a few online periodicals and publications in her area, which is business. And she really enjoys creating those. She's actually writing her second book. She loves writing social media posts. It's her favorite thing to like create a content calendar and then to go in and long form, short form, doesn't matter. She loves it all. She also has an opt in that she's created. She's created a couple of opt ins. And her opt-ins are workbook-in style, PDF-in style, and they help people solve some really important problems and sticking points in their business. And when they download this opt-in, they also get a series of super helpful emails to help people implement that opt-in and really work on it, see it through, and make the most of it. She loves to write. She's writing all the time, but here's what she doesn't love to do. She doesn't love to use video at all. She doesn't use stories on Instagram. She doesn't use Instagram or Facebook lives. She's not making reels. You're not going to see her on YouTube. She's not doing LinkedIn lives. She isn't running master classes or lunch and learns. If she does use stories, because I said she's not using stories, but if she does, it's not her face. It's like the view of her office or a graphic. That she's created or a lesson that she's typed out in a pretty graphic style, but it's not her face. She doesn't use speaking in her business at all. So she's not speaking to groups or associations or organizations. And she's really stopped networking every now and then. She is posting in Facebook groups, but she's not having coffee chats in person with people. She's not going to in person networking events. She's also not doing kind of Zoom virtual networking with people. So she's not using speaking, she's not using networking, she's not using video, but she has all of that writing that has heavy readership. High open rates on her newsletter, lots of downloads on her opt-in, people opening the nurture emails on her opt-in, people messaging her back saying that they really loved the opt-in and that it helped them do X, Y, and Z. Her blog has readership. She has people who love her columns, but She is struggling to get clients. She's absolutely struggling to get clients. And when we talk about being the face of her business, when we talk about showing herself, she really pushes back on that. She does not want to be the face of her business. But the reason that she's struggling is because she's lacking, even though she's giving great information in these newsletters and in these blogs and in all of the materials that she's creating, even though She's doing all of that. She is missing. She is lacking the components that are necessary. There are huge missing pieces in the interactions that she's having with her community that will help her connect in a more real way. And that's all through nonverbal communication. We're talking things like body language, tone of voice, facial expressions, all of the nonverbal communication cues, signs that help you communicate your message fully. And build trust in a way that leads to a feeling of absolute connection, which makes your community really want to move forward with working with you, with hiring you. And because she is not on video, because she is not networking and speaking, people aren't picking up on all of these nonverbal communication signs, signals, cues, whatever you wanna call them. They're not picking up on any of that. And because of that, it's keeping her stuck. It's keeping her struggling and it's keeping her business where she doesn't want it to be. And the same may be true for you. Because when I talk to people about using video more, I get the pushback of, oh, but I don't need video. Like, I'm a really great writer. I'm really good at communicating and writing. And you might be. And I'm not saying that you have to use video because it's trendy or because it's going to pop in the algorithm. I'm not saying you have to use speaking if you're terrified of public speaking. I'm not saying you have to come and be a big speaker out in the world, but I am saying that nonverbal communication is just as important as all of the words that you're communicating to your audience. So how can you do this? How can you provide opportunities for your audience to experience nonverbal communication in ways that allow them to know you, like you, trust you? See that you're credible. See that you're an expert. See that they can trust to give you money really in all of the ways that are going to help them develop an authentic, real, and connected relationship with you. That is what we are going to talk about. All of the different ways that you can incorporate this in your business because I don't want you to have these pieces missing and feel like you're doing everything and you're struggling when it's this, this that people don't talk about that much that can make or break your business. We're going to talk about that on this episode of the Rita Mimi Do It Show. Because of Rita, I got on the news. Because of Rita, I had 15 speaking engagements last year. Because of Rita, I've become a six-figure business owner. Because, because of Rita, Rita, because of Rita I I've of doubled my, my revenue by doubling employee. my clients. I'm Rita, business strategist, speaker, and success coach. Also known as the gal who went on 35 dates in 35 days and blogged all about it. And this is the Rita Mimi Do It Show, where every week I bring you the real information about what it takes to go all in on your dreams so that you can build a profitable business and live a positive life. Some weeks I'll have a guest, and others it'll be just you and me, like we're out on my deck sharing a bottle of wine. The conversation, yeah, it'll be that real. We all know the importance of communication especially in your business, you hear that emphasized time and time again. You have to be really clear in who your audience is, who your community is. You hear the phrase ideal client. You have to be really clear in who you're talking to. You also have to be really clear in your niche or niche, whichever way you say it, but you have to be clear in how you're helping these people. What problems are you helping them solve What results are you helping them create in their life? Their specific problems. We've talked about this in the past couple of episodes. And you have to really know their language. You have to know the way they're thinking, the way they're moving throughout the day, the words that they're using, so that you resonate with them. So we hear this over and over again, that you really need to be clear so that your words and your marketing and everything that you're putting out into the world Lands on the right ears in the right way so that they want to learn more, so that they want to take the relationship to the next level, so they want to hire you. And you hear about giving the information that people need, right? So now that you're clear on who and you're clear on how you help them and you're clear on their language and you know how they talk about their problems and you know how they talk about their results, now that you're clear on this, now you hear that you have to give information to those people. And the information has to be a variety of different things that allow them to trust you, to trust that you know them, that you understand what they're going through and that you can solve their problems and you can create the results that they're wanting. And all the experts online are telling you about content creation and how to create content because you must have content. And when I'm talking about content, it's all the things to say, to communicate that will allow you to build that trust. I mean, I work with my clients on these things. What topics do you want to be known as an expert or an authority on? How can we use that to talk about the problems and the results that your audience cares about? How are we creating this content, whether that's social media posts or it's your newsletter or your opt-ins, how are we making that all work in a way that's aligning to your offerings in your business? How can we make that work in a way that's aligning with your offerings in your business? So I work with clients on all of this about the content, what to say and how to say it in a way that will resonate. But many experts stop there. So they're really focused on how you show up, what you say on social media in your newsletters and to help you. They give you scripts. They give you scripts for. Your social media posts. They give you templates for email nurturing sequences. They give you outlines for creating good opt ins. They give you templates and outlines and scripts for all of your social media posts. They give you great copy for your website. The focus is on words, words, and more words. What's the subject of your newsletter? What's the topic of your newsletter? What problem are you solving in your opt-in? How do you craft a carefully worded nurture sequence to nurture people through the opt-in? How do you write the right social media posts? What hashtags are you using on these social media posts? Should you write articles on LinkedIn? Should you write articles for Forbes or Entrepreneur? It's all focused on the words. And on your website, right? How are you wording your about page? How are you wording the services? And people get very hung up there. Very hung up on the words. And then we're thinking about words on our business cards. (laughs) How do we title ourselves? How do we communicate on our business cards? What we do? Again, the focus is on words, 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 words. But even with a top-notch copywriter writing all of these amazingly crafted words for you, for your website and your post and everything you can think about, even with a great graphic designer creating eye-catching graphics to go along with all of the things that you're creating, that you're adding words to, even with content that is educational and informative and is speaking to your audience, that is helping them solve problems and get real results. And even with comment that gets engagement, you're still struggling. You're still struggling. You've had the copywriter work on your website. You've had someone help you craft posts. You've created great graphics, or you bought templates for great graphics, or you've hired someone to create great graphics. you found eye-catching illustrations and images that stop the scroll. You educate and educate. You're giving tips, tools, resources, your social media posts. They're all getting clicked. They're all getting engaged on. Your newsletters are getting open, just like my client. Your blogs are being read. All of it is working, except it's not because you're still struggling. You're still struggling to get the clients you want. You're still struggling to have it happen at the pace that you want it to happen in. You're still struggling to reach the revenue goal that you have for yourself. And you wonder why. You wonder, what else should I say? What more should I be putting out there? What else can I talk about? Am I talking about the right topic? Do I need to change topics? Do I need to say this in a different way? But here's why you're struggling. It's not because of the words. It's not because of what you're saying or what you're not saying it's about how you're saying it it's what's missing and i just don't hear enough people talking about the importance of nonverbal communication about nonverbal communication being this piece that is keeping so many people struggling and from achieving their goals in the timeline and in the way that they really want i mean i get it you need people to know you you too you need people to like you you need people to trust you And the heavy focus really is on what, what you're sharing that allows all of that to happen. I've talked about that before. You need to put out content that lets people learn about your values, learn about what you stand for, see your personality. You need to put out content that talks about people you've helped, that really positions you as credible, that people have paid you, that people have worked with you. So case studies and just sharing stories about things that you've done for other people. You need to put out content that shows that you're an authority, that you're an expert, that you know what you're talking about, that you know your industry. You need to put out relationship building content that allows you to know your audience and learn about them. I say that all the time. And it's true. A heavy focus does need to be on what you share and what you say. And so that's where most of the focus for many of you are, on the what. I had a client just the other day. She's part of my mastermind group and all of the participants in my mastermind get unlimited calls with me. So they get unlimited private calls with me to talk about anything they want while they're in the mastermind program. And so we hopped on Zoom for a session and we were talking about something that got brought up in the last mastermind session. And people were talking about the importance of sharing personal things to allow your audience to connect with you. So just learning who you are as a person And how for about two or three people who had really leaned into that in the past week, they noticed a huge uptick in the clients that were interested, sales calls they were having, clients they were signing. So she gets on the session with me and she's like, Rita, I don't, I never talk about personal things and I don't really want to share personal. And what should I share? What should I be talking about that allows people to learn about who I am? And the focus, again, got put on what am I sharing? What is the content? What am I saying? What are the words? What am I relaying? What is the message that I'm putting out there so that people will like me, know me, connect with me in the way that all of these people in the mastermind group said they're doing that's helping them being personal and letting people know about me because that doesn't come naturally to me. So what should I talk about? The focus became on what? But I really believe the focus needs to be on how. Because that incorporates all of the things that we're talking about, or rather that people aren't talking about the nonverbal communication. Because for people to trust you, to like you, to know you, they can't do that based on words alone. It's not enough to just read text. It's not enough to just read, read, read. It's not enough to implement even the tips that they're reading. It's not enough for them to keep consuming. It's not even enough for them to see beautiful graphics. It's not enough for them to see great infographics. It's not enough for them to see even stories or videos of other things, of your behind the scenes of your office, or all of that's great, but that's all the what. And what we're missing there is the nonverbal communication that is what is necessary for trust and a relationship to really form. You can only go so far with the words, but if you want a true trusting relationship. If you want someone to know who you are, like who you are, trust who you are, trust that they can give you money, know that you're the one that they want to work with, they have to encounter all of the nonverbal communication skills as well. So what are they? What are we talking about? How can you do them? Why are they important? So we're talking about things like eye contact. When you make eye contact with someone, it shows that you are interested in them. People want to be seen, heard, and understood. And yes, technically being seen can happen in a variety of ways that don't just happen with your eyes. People really do want to be seen, heard, and understood. And when you make eye contact with someone, it shows that you are interested in them, that you are interested in what they're saying, that you are interested in their very presence, that you are interested in them. And it helps establish trust and it helps build rapport. We're also talking about facial expressions. Your facial expressions can really convey a range of emotions from happiness to excitement to disappointment to not being interested. So being aware of your facial expressions will help you convey your emotions. And when you convey your emotions through your facial expressions, it actually builds a connection with people. And then you've got your body language, your posture, your hand gestures, all of your body movement. It all communicates a lot. About your personality. It communicates about your intentions and positive body language absolutely help. I mean, guys, I used to be a dating coach, right? I can 100% tell you this that positive body language builds trust. It can also convey confidence, and negative body language really can turn people off and it puts a barrier between you and the person. It can create a defensiveness in the other person. And then we have things like your tone of voice. The tone of your voice can convey a range of emotions, guys confidence, enthusiasm. A pleasant tone of voice makes you sound approachable and friendly and people want to connect with you. But we've all heard that harsh, that unfriendly tone that can turn people off and make people feel like you're not interested in them or you don't want to connect with them. People get excited when you get excited. When I get really excited, I hear you guys say, oh my gosh, Rita, you are so excited about it. I had to get excited about it. But if I'm sitting here and I'm just like, look, guys, you're doing it wrong, right? Yes, my words are kind of harsh, but the way I could say the same thing. Like, I think that what you're really doing in your business is incredible. And I think you're going to go far. And it's like, I think what you're doing in your business. Yeah, that's so incredible. And you're just going to go really, really far. And you're just like, wait, what? Right. So tone of voice can do a lot to really build and deepen a relationship. Believe it or not, also proximity. When you're in person with people, how close you stand to someone, how much space you give them, right? Standing too close to people can make them feel really uncomfortable around you. Standing too far away from people makes you seem disinterested in them. So you have to find that balance. But what this is all doing, all of these nonverbal communication things that we're talking about are helping create a comfortable and engaging environment and experience and connection For the person on the other side, it helps build stronger relationships with other people. And don't forget touch. Touch is a powerful way to build relationships. The handshake, the right kind of handshake, a pat on the back, a hug, right? You have to be careful with touch, obviously, in different settings, and you have to always respect other people's boundaries. But still, that's an important element of nonverbal communication and your appearance. Your appearance conveys different messages about your personality and about your values. You have something called chronemics, and that's the use of time. So the pacing in your communication. Also, the use of time in terms of being punctual or keeping someone waiting. So if you're in a room before other people, if you walk in late, if you leave early, like those are all nonverbal communication things that are happening that are making people trust you or like you or want to engage more or want to connect with you on a deeper level. And then you have like objects, right, possessions that communicate something. So like, again, in your appearance, but like think about accessories, jewelry or a briefcase or those punctuation marks on your personality. All of these play a role in building relationships and establishing trust. And this is why it is so, so important to incorporate opportunities for these things to be communicated into your business strategy real briefly, because that's not what this episode is about. I want to tell you about the first three stages of your client journey. First, someone needs to become aware of you. They have to become aware that you exist, that your business exists. And then after they become aware of you, they have to consider you, meaning that's where they're building the trust, they're building the relationship, that you're an expert, that you're an authority, that you've helped people before, that you can help them, that they like you, that they can trust to give you money, all of that, and then they're ready to purchase. It's never that people just become aware of you and immediately purchase. They always go through that consideration phase because that's where the relationship and the trust is building. And now that you know the importance of nonverbal communication and allowing all of that to happen and allowing the relationship to build and the trust to connect, you now can see why networking and speaking are very powerful ways to create awareness. So if you're thinking, how can I create awareness in my business? There are a variety of ways. You can post on social media. You could put a flyer up at a coffee shop. You could have an article written about you. You could be speaking and somebody sees you speak. They could meet you out networking. They could listen to a podcast interview. I mean, I'm not gonna go through the list of all of the ways that people first become aware that you exist, but there are a million ways. Networking and speaking are two of the most powerful for you to use in your strategy of creating awareness, and I believe that they should. I believe they absolutely should be used in some fashion in a way that feels good to you in that awareness portion of your business strategy because it allows all of these nonverbal communication things to happen in an environment where people are really with you. They're seeing you, they're interacting with you. They might even be in the room with you now, right? Now that we're back to in-person conferences and in-person events and in-person networking, but it can happen virtually as well. But why, why is networking and speaking, why are they so powerful? Because all of those nonverbal communication things I talked about, yes, the communication and what you're saying in these environments is important, but you have the opportunity for all of these other things to work for you that helps deepen and strengthen That relationship. So they move through the second phase, the consideration phase, usually much faster and at a much higher, deeper level because of all of that. Whereas if they were just reading words to become aware of you, they're not getting the benefit of all of the nonverbal communication that would be working in your favor. And so they're reading words, but it will take them much longer to know you, like you, trust you, trust that you're credible, trust that you're an expert, trust that they can give you money. They're going to have to move through many more touch points and it's going to be a longer cycle and that can be okay unless you're really wanting clients now. So speaking and networking are very powerful tools and it's why when you connect, and I will say when you connect with the right people in your networking and in your speaking, it speeds everything up. It speeds everything up. But what I hope you noticed is it's not just any people it still needs to be the right people. So when you're networking and when you're speaking, you still need to be making sure that you're doing all of this, conveying all of this, the verbal, the nonverbal, to the right people. So now you know the combination. You need the clarity on who you're helping. You need the clarity on what you're helping them do. You do need to know them. You need to know your language, their language. You need to know your message. You need to know how to combine all of that so that you're using that in speaking and networking, and you're in the places in front of the right people in the right way to allow this to happen. And then they get that added benefit in those environments of the nonverbal communication. And this is why I'm having that free three-part series, Get Hired by the Right People at the Right Rate. So part one was in January. It was all about getting in front of the right people in social media. So if you go and you register for this free series, you're going to get the replay of part one. And you can just dive in immediately to, well, what does it mean to get in front of the right people on social media? But on February 28th, we're getting together to talk about getting in front of the right people in person, speaking, networking, exactly what we're talking about. And these events are not masterclasses. They're not lunch and learns. They are facilitated conversations. I am facilitating a conversation with you so you can talk about your own goals your own business your own challenges the results that you're wanting and we can talk real time about how you can incorporate everything that we've been talking about about networking and speaking and all of this the nonverbal communication verbal communication but how you can find the right people to do all of this and how you do it all and we're going to combine it all up in a nice little bowl and we're going to have a great conversation about it and you're going to learn from me but you're also going to learn from others And it's real. It's a real, that's what we're not having enough of, conversations. There's a lot of teaching. There's not a lot of conversations. And so I'm really excited about this. You can head to the link in the show notes and register. Like I said, you'll get part one, how to connect with the right people on social media. You'll be there hopefully live for part two on how to find the right people in person, speaking, networking, et cetera. And then part three is a march. And it's all about making sure that you're talking to the right people on your sales calls who are excited and eager and ready to hire you. So head to the show notes, register for that, because we're gonna take this to the next level. Because again, yes, now you see nonverbal communication and opportunities for nonverbal communication become important. This shows you why networking and speaking are so powerful at creating a relationship that allows people to move through their client journey much faster and ready to work with you at a higher level, a more eager level, a quicker level, And when you add in the other pieces of the strategy, getting in front of the right people for generating awareness and using all of this, it'll make it more efficient and effective and fun. But what about (laughs) the people who are out there going, Rita, Rita, Rita? Because I know you're out there. (laughs) But I don't like networking. I really don't like it. I'm an introvert. I don't like networking. I definitely don't want to speak. I don't want to get on stages. I don't want to speak in front of groups, really. I love social media, Rita. I love social media. It's not its not always convenient for me to go out and attend all of these groups or travel to speak or do all of this. I love social. I want to stay on social. I want to keep using social. And we're using social as like all the platforms, blogs, websites. all I really love all of those containers, Rita. I love all of those platforms, and I'd like to use them. Well, cool. Awesome. You can totally do that. You can absolutely do that. There are still plenty of ways that you can provide opportunities for nonverbal communication to work in your favor, even when you're not going out to networking groups and networking events, even when you're not going and speaking in front of a group and standing on stage and traveling. There are still many different ways that you can utilize nonverbal communication in your strategy of building your business. And I'm going to share some of those with you now. I mean, live videos are incredible, so that's speaking. It's not, though, traveling to speak or getting on a stage or having to pitch yourself to an event planner, anything like that. You just start going live. You go live on Instagram. You go live on Facebook. You go live on LinkedIn. You use StreamYard. You go live. You stream to all the platforms. Live videos are powerful because they're interactive, so that does fall under the speaking category. People are able to interact with you, but they're seeing you. They're seeing the hand gestures. They're seeing your posture, your, your eye contact with the camera. It feels like you're looking at them, which is why you hear all the time, look at the camera, right? It feels like you're looking at them, like you're talking right to them. All of these things we talked about are going to work in your favor. But if you're not quite ready to do the live videos yet, okay, I won't make you yet. I will soon. I won't make you yet but you can do the same thing with recorded videos. It's not as powerful because it's not interactive. And so people don't feel like they're really building rapport with you, which I think is really important, but that's okay. Recorded videos are still allowing people to learn all of these other elements of you through the nonverbal communication. You can use stories. You can do, like when I say stories, guys, I'm talking about stories in Instagram, stories in Facebook, those quick little short videos. But of you, of you and those can be pre recorded. Well, they are technically pre recorded because they're not live, right? But I mean, you can batch them, you can do whatever. But again, they need to be of use so people can pick up on your posture, your hand gestures, how you talk, your energy, your enthusiasm, your facial expressions, all of these. Same thing with reels. That's why people love reels. So when people go, I don't get it. I don't get why reels are helping people get business. How is it that pointing to a lot of different things are really helping people with their business, or how is it that dancing? It's not that, it's that people are picking up on the non-verbal communication and they're feeling connected to you. It's building rapport, it's building trust because they can see so much more about you. I mean, even reels that are just people talking, there aren't just only reels of people dancing and people pointing. There are reels of people just educating and informing, but they're doing it with their face in front of the camera. Because again, all of this is part of building a relationship. You have podcasting, guys. I'm doing it right now. You can't see me, but you're hearing me. You're hearing how I say things, my tone of voice, how I talk, when I get excited, when I don't, what I emphasize, what I don't. You're hearing that and you're feeling more connected to me than if you were just reading the words on the screen or on a piece of paper. This is why I'm doing things like masterclasses and lunch and learns and what I'm calling the gathering, right? The gatherings that are happening is facilitated conversation, So you can incorporate, and I believe you should incorporate, masterclasses, workshops, lunch and learns, all of these facilitated conversations, happy hours, whatever it is for you. And we can talk about that. If you wanted to strategize with me, we can talk about that. But giving those opportunities. For people to interact with you, to see you, to feel your energy, to see you on camera, to be in these situations. And if you add in that interaction piece, it's just that much more powerful to build a relationship with you. Sales calls, guys, I don't know when the industry decided that we shouldn't have to have sales calls anymore, but it drives me absolutely bonkers. People are like, oh, sales calls. Well, you should know. You should just know if I'm the right coach for you or you should know. If I'm the right fit for you without having to get on a sales call with me. Oh, my goodness. For so I should do a whole episode about why sales calls are so important. And they're not only about you guys. It's not only about you. There's so many things. I'm not going to go down that. I'm not going down that rabbit hole right now. But obviously, having a sales call is an opportunity for people to pick up. And so if you're doing sales calls on the phone, that's great because it's like podcasting. But if you add Zoom, if you're doing your sales calls via Zoom, so people can look at you and see, you, again, all of the nonverbal communication starts working in your favor and builds rapport and builds connection and builds trust. Add videos in your newsletters. If you're doing a newsletter, embed a video if you can or link over to a video. Have people watch a little snippet of your video on your website? Have video. Have video of you welcoming people to the website. Have video of you talking about something. Use videos in your website. Audio clips. Audio clips. If if you don't want to do video, go to audio clips in your newsletter. Audio clips. Use audio messages in the DMs, in private messages, in texts, instead of just messaging somebody on Instagram and saying, Thank you so much for following me. I'd love to connect with you more. Whatever. There's got to be better language. Well, there is better language. And again, we can talk about that in this class if you join live. But instead of just texting that, audio record it. Or better, send a video. Hey, thank you so much. If people attend a masterclass of yours or a luncheon, y- learned, send a video. There are programs like Bonjoro is one I know of. And I think Boom is another. There are lots of these services. That will allow you to send video so I can be like, hey, hey, Sarah, thanks so much for coming to my masterclass. I really loved it. Or like, hey, Billy, I know you weren't able to make it to my masterclass, but you're looking at me, you're watching me while I'm doing it, right? So audio messages, but video too, through DMs, through text, through your newsletters, through your blogs, on your website, all of this, right? In your graphics, even if it's not a video, a photo of you. A photo of you, not a stock photo, not a photo of, not that you can't use some of those, but the more photos of you, but not just stuffy headshot photos, photos of you being you. This is why branding photography becomes so important and powerful because it's relaying all of those things. People can see your facial expressions. People can kind of feel your energy. People are picking up on more. And again, all of that, because if you're thinking, because I've had people think this before, People shouldn't need all this. If they know that I'm good at what I do and that I can help them, that should be enough. But that's not the way the world works. I could read on paper that you're a good match, that you're a good date for me. I could read it. I could even see a photo of you. But unless I'm sitting across the table from you, I'm not going to feel connected. Let's say that I see you on Match.com. Is that still a thing? I think it's still a thing let's say that I see you on match.com and I read your profile and I like it and I see a photo and I like it and we start messaging back and forth and we're building up an email connection and then maybe we start texting. Yeah, I'm going to be connected to you, but I'm not fully in connection with you. I haven't built up full trust or full connection. I'm not bought in 100% completely. I'm not building like a full robust rapport with you. You know what I'm saying? Like it can only go so far. It's not until I'm hearing your voice, right? So let's add in the voice. Now I'm talking to you on the phone. I start feeling more connected with you because I can hear how you say things. Or maybe we start sending voice messages. Maybe we start FaceTiming or their videos, right? And then the kicker is when I'm actually in person with you. And I'm actually in the same environment. I'm sitting across the table from you, right? And it all kicks in. Like Every one of those things just keeps adding and adding and adding. But reading messages alone is not enough. I need the other things. It's the same in business. The same thing is true in business. Guys, I just gave, well, I haven't given it yet because she hasn't responded to me yet. I don't know if she's listening to this, but anyway, I met with someone and we met for an hour. And at the end of the hour, I said, I'm in. I'm giving her $15,000 and we're going to work together and it's going to be incredible. But the reality is, is it wasn't just that I met her and after only an hour, I wanted to give her $15,000. The truth is I had met her at an event. So the first time I met her, all that nonverbal communication stuff really spoke to me. Her energy, her smile, how she hugged me, like how we were talking, how she was with other people, how she showed up in a space. She was also a speaker. So I got to hear her speak. And that also helped, right? So it was the networking, it was the speaking, but it was all, I don't even remember what she talked about, to be honest. And I don't even remember what we talked about when we met, but it was all of that nonverbal communication stuff that was going on that really had me like trust her. So then I started following her online and that's where she uses tons of personal photos and videos and she has a podcast. And so again, all of these things were allowing that relationship to build. And yes. The content had a lot to do with that, too. The typing, the words, the text, the whatever, the things she was saying helped solidify that she's credible, that she's an expert, that she's an authority in what she does. But when I met her in person and found out she does offer what I want, I can't tell. I'm not talking about it. I'll talk about it in the future. I didn't even know that she 100% offered the kind of support that I'm looking for. But when I heard that she did, it was a done deal. But what I want you to see is if I had just read her posts and none of that other stuff happened, and then I met her, I might not have been as ready to do it, right? Just from a one-hour meeting. But because all of these other things, and like I said, everything that I could go back through and check that makes me trust her, really feel like I'll be in good hands with her, know that I'll get the results. Yes, it's from the info, but that was a very small percentage. It is from all of this other stuff. That allowed me to build rapport and connection and trust and a meaningful relationship. So, are you doing that? Are you incorporating into your strategy opportunities to convey nonverbal communication to your audience and to your community? Also, another question to be thinking about are you incorporating into your schedule kind of training blocks? You should have a block for training in your industry, in your profession. You need to grow in the information and in how you're providing services and in how you're running, you know, not just CEO, I mean, in the knowledge of your industry and field, but also in your ability to provide service. And then you need some training in terms of sales and marketing and the back end growth and then personal growth and development. So in all of these training blocks, are you allowing yourself to grow in your skills and to hone and improve nonverbal communication? And the way that you can do this is by practicing active listening, by practicing maintaining eye contact, which is really difficult for a lot of people, by learning about mirroring body language and putting yourself in opportunities where you can do that, working on your posture, paying attention to how close you are to people, how people are reacting around you, what is your body language, what are your gestures, are you crossing your arms, like videoing you in certain situations. Just noticing when you're in an environment, kind of like coming into your body and like noticing, really seeing how you react when you're doing this active listening. Noticing how you feel when you're making eye contact. Notice if you're kind of leaning in and mirroring body language and practicing that. All of that's a skill, and we can talk about all of this on February 28th. In fact, we will. And if you hop on and you're like, "Rita, I want to dive into this," absolutely. But I just wanted to show you there are things you can do. If this is not natural to you, that is okay. There are things that you can do to hone this. But the moral of the story, guys, the moral of the story, is you have to provide opportunities for these things to happen in your business, and the more opportunities you provide and yes, some are more powerful than others but just the more opportunities you provide for both the verbal communication and the nonverbal communication to be communicated, then the more likely you are to reach all of your goals in your business at the timeline and the time frame that you're really wanting. So as perfect as your words may be. As perfect as your words may be, you may have clarity on exactly who your market is. You may know them inside and out. You may know exactly what problems, the -the in-the-face urgent problems you're solving for those people. You know their language. You know how to communicate it all. You are conveying it all in your social media posts and in your blogs. And the copy on your website is on point. Your newsletter is incredible, right? Your opt-ins are written so great. They're getting engagement just like my client that everybody's saying they love all the things and it's working and there's engagement, but you're just not at the level of business that you want to be at yet. It's because of this. Without this, you will struggle. It will feel like a challenge. It will feel like it's slow. It will feel like, why is it working over here, but not working over there? So your long-term strategy, your long-term strategy must include opportunities for nonverbal communication. And I really believe That networking and speaking need to be two ways that we figure out in a way that feels good to you and in a way that works for you. Because believe it or not, there are a variety of ways that you can utilize networking and speaking in your strategy. But I believe they need to be part of your strategy so that you connect with the right people. And that's what we're going to be talking about on February 28th. So again, go down to the show notes, sign up for that, be thinking about this, really pay attention to where, like, go through everything you're doing in your business and note how many opportunities am I giving for nonverbal communication? And then ask yourself, what am I doing to notice my own nonverbal communication, to practice it, to hone it? What is it saying to people? What am I saying to people through what I'm not saying? And and do I even say anything? Am I even having opportunities for nonverbal communication to happen? How can I improve that? Where can I add more opportunities? How can I notice my nonverbal communication more? how can I use that well and effectively? And then how am I utilizing networking and speaking? How would that feel good to me? Come on February 28th. We'll talk all about it, getting in front of the right people in person so that you're able to get hired at your rate that you want by people who are excited and enthusiastic to work with you. And guys, next week, I can't wait to share next week's episode with you. Stay tuned. It's an interview. It was with someone that I met out networking. It was a fun conversation. It's nostalgic. It's my childhood. And it will also help you grow your business. And it's happening next week on another episode of the Rita Mimi Do It Show. Hey, before you go, thank you for listening to my show. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Please take a minute to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you get your podcasts. And leave a review. It'll only take you a second, but it will help other people discover the Rita Mimi Do It Show. And my goal is to share this business-boosting and life-changing content with as many people as possible. In fact, because I value your time so much, every month one reviewer will win a free coaching call with me. So if you want to get laser-focused and go all in on the results that you most want in your business, then leave a review now. And then head on over to RitaMamieDoIt.com where you can find the show notes from today's episode.